Today on On My Couch, we have Aaron Goldberg, an artist of many facets and a musical streamer who makes beats on the fly and improvs all kinds of crazy songs. But before that, let's hear the revised theme song. Welcome back, everybody. What ma- what kind of art are you making online? Um, what kind of art am I making online? When I go onto your stream, what am I yeah. gonna see? When you go to my stream, the nine out of ten times, actually more, you will see me playing some sort of instrument or something that makes sound, uh, and recording it into a looping machine. Everything is improvised, and I'll be I'm just making music live. It's just live improvised music and then the other one out of 10 or less i'll be making art of some sort um at like physical art like painting or something and usually when i'm doing that i'll also be making ambient tracks to like play in the for a long time and then i'll paint and then i'll make some music paint you're doing so much on stream it's music it's all music and art how much is this taking up of your life now it has taken up so much of my life because even when i'm not streaming i'm like thinking about it or i'm yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of like off stream time that's spent either doing things for it like setting shit up or like just thinking about it yeah and what's the longest you've streamed for now I think the longest I've ever streamed for was something like 11 hours it may have been more than that but I'm something like 11 hours do you remember how long your first stream was no oh well i can if we go all the way back to like what started this on the beginning of this inspiration um my first stream i guess would have been on instagram because it was like looping and i didn't went to instagram and i was like okay i'll do this and it stopped at an hour so i know that i broadcasted for an hour i may have or i definitely went longer but it stopped at an hour and then yeah I was able to post that. When I watch your stream, it's one song almost. It just feels like it never ends. <laughs> the song ends and it goes into the next song. Yeah. That song ends and goes into the next one. When you do that for 11 hours, what's the, the most challenging thing about keeping that song going? Uh, the most challenging thing, if I'm going for that long, I mean, to keep myself interested. And so, like, you know, even the other day, I, was only, I only went for, like, four or five hours, but I... To keep myself interested, I started playing instrument like uh, instruments, VSTs that I never do, and right, I was yeah. like, or or I'm messing with effects that I never do, and that completely inspired me. Made my favorite things that entire four or five hours because I was bored, a little bored. What do you do before your streams? There's so much I think about in preparation for these mentally. Physically, you're, you need to be drinking a lot of water. You have, uh, what is it called? It's not an emote when oh. I cheer. Oh, yeah. It's called, cha- it's like a channel point redemption. Channel point redemption. <laughs> and I can make you drink water. And I can't make you drink, oh, I can't make you drink it now. But I think you're going to you're, anyways. You, but you have suggested it. Yeah. I think I've still got a thousand points or something left. But, so yeah, what do you what do? you do? How do you prep for these these streams? 
And if you're gonna go for eleven hours, do you do you have a routine you have in your head before you start the stream, or how do you get how do you get ready? So, <clears throat> to be honest, usually I just like want to make sure I'm relaxed. I don't stream on a schedule. I only stream when I. I obviously put a, a little pressure on myself, but my at my best, I'm only streaming when I really want to. And I want to all the time, <laughs> like, like very frequently. But yeah, you stream at. I wake up at eight a.m. <laughs> and then you're like, "All right, I'm stream for two hours." Yeah. To me, it feels like you do stream for twelve hours, like every day. <laughs> Even though you say eleven hours is your longest stream, I feel like you stream. Yeah. So tell me, you, I feel like you just leave everything behind, and then you come into here, and you just and you throw it on on screen for us. It is like that. I mean, I I have to. Make sure for the most, you know, I, I like f the last thing I do before going live, I'm usually sitting down watching some dumb shit on YouTube <laughs> and I'm like sitting there. <clears throat> like I said, I want to be super relaxed. And so I do whatever the fuck I need to that day to just like chill out. Sometimes that's watch dumb shit. Sometimes I'm cleaning my space, but like I literally like waste time kind of zone out for a little bit before going live. And then I'm like, all right, I, when I reach this point of like, I have nothing to do, but go live. Like I'm good. I'm, I've set myself up and then fa go back before that. I make sure I eat. I eat really good. Like not, whether it's good or, you know, is not important. I eat a big meal. Um, I just make sure I eat as soon as I can to the time that I'm going to go live so that I don't get hungry while while I'm going, because that will end a stream. <laughs> if I'm too too hungry, I want to talk about Big Brothers. I I'm a big, a big brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> you got a big brother. I always think about when you started streaming. I kind of was like, man, I don't get these people who watch streamers. And I was, and then you told me, you got to think about it like this. It's like when you watch your big brother play video games. You're just kind of watching someone do their thing, like their own thing, you know. Wow, I said that. You said, well, that, not that way. Right. I kind of, yeah. That that. Whole I mean, did way. I compare it to? You compared it to watching your big brother play a video really game. Really interesting. And in a weird way, I watch my bro my. I don't have a big brother. I have a little brother. Yeah. But I watch him play games too, and it's like I've seen his friends watch him play games. Right. And there is a thing to like watching someone do something. So Fun. yeah, what do you? <laughs> so what is it like having just people? You're not with them, but. To, and I feel like you really do feel like they're with you. Yeah. And they're with you. What, so what's that feeling like? It's honestly amazing because, like, I I don't have too much fun making music just by myself for longer than a few minutes at a time <laughs> anymore. But, like, if there's one person I don't believe that, though. There's Well, nowadays. Because you, every time you're streaming, you're having a lot of fun. But, okay, but I don't consider that by myself. Fair. When I hear that one per when I know one person is listening, or even actually before that, that's why I went live on Instagram is because I w needed is during COVID and I couldn't hang out with friends and I needed the feeling of like someone might hear this or like I I'm sharing this you know it's not just for me something like that I I need I like that inspires me when I know that someone might hear it. It changes the way I play. It makes me want to play. It gives me purpose to play. Um, and 
Yeah. Can you hit me with the question again? Yeah. It's, um, explain to me what what you kind of mean by when when people are watch like you. I'm watching my big brother play video games. Like I'm watching you play make music online. <laughs> like explain that to me. Like explain okay. that feeling to me. Okay. So what I guess I was trying to say with that is like you know there's a joy that comes out of hanging out with someone while they're doing something that either they're either they love or whatever you know they're getting pleasure out of it's fun to hang out with someone who's trying to do something or or who's on a, an adventure even if it's playing a video game and sometimes that ends up being someone playing with a new instrument and it's fun to watch someone get pleasure out of something even if it's something that you don't get pleasure out of playing with yourself maybe playing with a musical instrument actually usually tends to frustrate you but you love music hmm. and so you know a That's lot good. of people like that yeah end up watching people who play because they get so much joy out of it themselves, you know, and that's like a way of being really close to it. But what, one thing I want to say, yeah, and uh, you know, during the COVID thing, like not being able to hang out with my friends and then being lucky enough to end up finding a way to play online like this, the feeling of having people with me, whether it's one person on my stream watching, sometimes not even talking to the hundred or whatever it is just like it touches the same part of my soul that's craving hanging out with my friends and there's i've literally found myself like finishing work and like looking forward to going online in this and feeling the same feelings in my body when i'm feeling like i'm about to go hang out with my closest friends absolutely it's really i totally feel that yeah. So, and I know that's not just me, you know, like it's a two way street. So that's what we're all getting to feel together. And it's this really healing thing. Community has been what I found is like the best part about this whole thing. To my soup question from my friend, the soup. We're going to talk to him later. He wanted to know Does Aaron Goldberg still practice? And if he does, how? I sadly, I don't. Uh, besides every now and then. Um, but I would say most of, and it's actually not practice, but you know, I, I could say I practice on stream, but it's not practice. Deliberate practice is really amazing because you can do a little bit of deliberate practice for literally a few hours. You will notice a difference that you won't see in years if you'd never sit down and try to actually do something new or different or practice. Totally. So that's pretty gnarly. I don't almost ever do it every now and then I'll get inspired and I'll practice literally for like a few days or a week. How do you practice, though? Um, I usually look on YouTube and I find a teacher. uh, Or some, you know, I look up something. The last time I did this, I went, okay, I want to improve on the drums. But I'm not educated enough on the drums to even know what questions to ask. And so I just went, like, beginner drum technique. And then I saw this cool video. You know, I was drawn to it, I think, because it was a little bit older. It wasn't just like a new video of some guy. And I'm not saying this is perfect for everything, but this looked, it just looked great. It was like a, maybe like from the seventies, a guy teaching drum technique. And I was like, I'm going to trust this. Like this looks legit. And I opened it up and he was teaching something called the molar technique. And that's so many. Now that I've heard that and learned it, I see it in every video that I find of drum technique. It's yeah. Yeah. It's like something that at a certain point in your roles, you, you like have to do it just to keep going 
fast enough. You, right. You'll break other techniques just to do it without knowing you're doing it. What are you practicing now? Is there a new instrument you're practicing that we're going to be kind of seeing at some point? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would like to, you know, practice with some, like, it'd be cool to learn, like, a horn instrument or some oh, sort of wind. Yeah. I've been playing uh, Native American flute more often on mm-hmm. the stream, and it's, like, you can really easily play a minor pentatonic scale on it, and then there's more, less obvious fingering um, to play, obviously, whatever you want. And I've been not learning the fingering, but exploring the instrument enough to get more comfortable to play outside of the pentatonic pentatonic scale on it. It's been really fun. What's your go-to chord? Like when you're when you're about to play guitar, and oh. don't give me this the easy one. I don't even know what yeah. the easy one is, but what's like your go-to chord? Um, I'm a C minor seven guy. I think I'm a D minor seven guy, mm. and that's actually the same on piano. It's my most frequently played. I think you go. That's like your home scale. It is like my home. Yeah, D minor. Yeah. What's like your home note? Um. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Can you hit that on that piano? Mm. Hmm. Is it like A? Is that it? C? Yeah, C. Oh, wow. Yeah. Makes sense. Is that it? Mm. I think I'm like an A. <laughs> this is my favorite note is uh, D sharp. D sharp. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's nice and spicy. It's a, yeah, it's a little spicy. Yeah. Especially in that context. Totally. Um, I want to jump back into streaming and and just the concept of the shed is kind of like the root of the whole stream in a way. Is that could you would you agree with that in a sense? Yes, but but, but it's like not even really it it's it it's when I actually look at my channel and everything, it's not at all and i just removed the one thing in my stream visual that did say welcome to the shed and so now it's not even actually a like a visual part of it at all but it is not possible without it right yeah. now Can well, you, yeah yeah so where did the shed come from to you so it's like it is your inspirational place but it's also to a lot of our friends it's like our uh it's our church. Yeah. It's our rap church. <laughs> it's our everything where we would hang out here. This yeah. was like ever since it became built. Basically, it, the shed is a building that, like, a, it's a small building that was made to replace what we had had on our property for a really long time, which was like a, just a big gray storage unit, like you would see on, like, you know, like a shipping, t- shipping container. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, we want we had like stuff we wanted to store but did not want to have that on our property anymore and so we built a shed for it and when i saw like the space in there i immediately was like oh my god i can move like a my drum kit in there and like really explore and have fun in here and uh yeah and then it became like just the place where my friends and i would hang out for years you've been almost streaming for a year now and uh 11 months what is what's something that like you kind of are reflecting on since that time of streaming like what is what's kind of like look back at you in the black mirror um the incredible power of community mm-hmm. and that was extra highlighted because i started doing this during lockdown and then throughout covid and like it has um 
really helped me with feeling like I can still hang out with people, you yeah. know. And so the the power of community, yeah. Um, speaking about community too, you're part of a big gaming community. If uh, you play a lot of games, right? <laughs> I mean, I think that maybe is an overstatement. You play a lot of. Games. I love video games, yeah. and I did like as a child. It was one of my main hobbies. What? Are, yeah. What would be your top three uh, games from your childhood? <sighs> maybe Halo. Halo for sure. Uh, I'm talking like on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat trilogy. Mm-hmm. Played tons of that. I'm. It's so hard to choose three. Yeah. Let okay. me just make say that right for now. sure. Yeah. But so I'm just throwing stuff out there that I love. Um. Oh, Counter Strike. Oh yeah, easy. Oh, so easy. I was gonna. So my follow up question for that is, what's what's a game you're a champion at? Because we play a lot of. Uh, <laughs> we call it Golden Guy. But Golden, Golden Eye is the champion. And you're game. you're a champ. Is that your champion game? I would say that's your uh, champion yeah. game. But you got something else? Surprise me. Um. I mean, not really, dude. I I <laughs> I kill it at that game. Because it's a small crowd I'm playing with. <laughs> and, like, I'm okay at, like, using that shitty aim system <laughs> to, to get headshots. But, like, what's the, what's the game you're playing currently that you're feeling uh, pretty confident at? Uh, right now, I, I'm actually... The games I'm playing right now are... I've played a little bit of Risk of Rain with AJ. And then I just picked up Katamari Damachi. And I'm not confident in either of those. <laughs> Risk of Rain is, you know, it kind of is more luck-based than Katamari Damachi. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't really... I'm really not top-tier gamer. Are we going to see you stream games at, at some point, too? Absolutely. Stream some more? I do have a video game channel. Oh. Uh, it, so, if you want to follow Dr. Kananga PhD, and you can... I can give you the link to this. We're going to link it yeah. all up, so, yeah. Uh, because I don't know if where where there's period you know dots, but like Doctor Kananga PhD is my video game channel on Twitch, and it's very rare, but I do go on there sometimes. Yeah, so we're listening to we're listening to all kinds of music before we started uh, today. But I, I, what kind of music's piquing your interest right now? Like, what are you kind of what are you shifting between now? I don't listen to too much music, to be honest. But my like what I go back and forth between is uh based music uh mainly instrumental but sometimes with rap on it and then also ambient music yeah you don't like music in the car or anything like that i do like it it's just not my go-to anymore yeah today i actually only listened to that in the car and it was awesome yeah and 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 you in the car usually you're listening to podcasts yeah almost always yeah yeah but why what's the what's the driving difference for you then um, you know, to be honest, I think, like, uh, it's just this weird, like, perfect opportunity for me to take in information, and, uh, in a way that I wouldn't any other time, you know, because I'm forced to be sitting there. Yeah. It And, uh, it also, when I think about it, it's totally probably reflected by the fact that, or reflective of the fact that my dad had the radio on when we were driving to school uh, yeah. every morning. Like I, news radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got another soup hot question he just uh, threw in here. When was the last time you drove and you got lost? Wow. Can, do you have a story about that you can tell us? 
Yeah. Is he teaming me up for something? Uh, not like crazy, but just I'm pretty sure if I, I think the last time I got lost driving was uh, in Joshua Tree. What happened? Just in the park, I thought I was going one way, and and I was like on this dirt road that ended up totally nowhere near where I was trying to go. And at that point, like it was like four in the morning, I was tired, and I needed a place to set up camp. It was very stressful. Oh my god! It can get pretty gnarly because, like, in between every spot that you're going to is like, it's not just like five minutes. You know, it's like another chunk of driving. Oh. So you're like, oh, I don't even know which way to go. How how'd you get out of it? <laughs> oh, I just kept on going places, <laughs> and then I found the right spot. <laughs> I'm horrible at understanding the the maps there. Uh, I got another travel question from our friend uh, Koiru, a.k.a. Miguel. Yeah. Um, he wanted me to ask you about a, a missing dog story. You guys went on a... Before uh, COVID happened, you guys went on a big uh, European trip and... <laughs> so, yeah. We went to um, Barcelona and Amsterdam and Switzerland. Uh, Zurich. Just We were only in Zurich for 15 hours. Maybe like 17 total. The first time was like a short layover. Second yeah. time was a long overnight layover. Very fun time. Uh, super expensive. <laughs> so, yeah. It, sound, uh, it sounded like it was worth it for sure. It was incredibly yeah. worth it. Um, but in Barcelona, we spent most of our time. And yeah, there was... <laughs> Is that where you, you went to like a really sick bar too? So many cool bars. Okay, yeah. In the other places too, but you're thinking of a specific one, I think, where yeah. I ended up becoming friends with the guy there and he sh- like really just was very welcoming to us and the fact that I had a lot of interest in cocktails. So cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you guys were trying to find dogs? What was What was the deal with that? Yeah, so we were leaving a club, like some dance club or you know whatever and walking home to our friend's apartment we hear this woman just screaming Danielito Loki Danielito Flaca and she's just like screaming these words and before we knew what she was saying it was literally just you know just a woman yelling but uh then we could hear her saying, like, in Spanish, she was saying, like, I'm here, I'm here. And just, like, calling out to her dogs is what we ended up find, finding out. And one of us, our, our friend walked up to her and was speaking with her, trying to find out what's going on. She explained, like, we lost our dogs. They all ran away. And uh, we're just <laughs> looking for them. Can you please help us? And, like, we ended up just walking around screaming those names as well. <laughs> it was, like, so early in the morning it was crazy what time like four or five Ooh. i think and were you like drinking the whole night so yeah. yeah oh yeah oh dude it was amazing oh. <laughs> i think this was the the todd turge show oh yeah yeah so cool yeah so just a wild it was night. a great night yeah. and and then we're just like all happy and hyped and so we're like looking for these dogs like we're gonna find these dogs Woo! it was like <laughs> it was so sick but also stressful a little bit you know oh yeah for sure um but we one by one we find them, Whoa. and it Where was the first one. They just run out of nowhere. Event like you see one a little bit ahead of you, and then you're just like Danielito, <laughs> and then he just like runs. Rolling you. name on the dice, yeah. It's fucking sick. Yeah, dude, they they're great people. They were really nice to us, and like 
awesome dogs, like <laughs> good experience. It was really trippy, but it felt good to like help people who were, I don't know. I think tourists like for good reason get bad rap in places, yeah. and like to help people who are obviously locals feels nice. Yeah, but you had an, you had a weird trippy experience. I, I like I would like you to tell that story about with the the microwave guy. Oh, <laughs> so um, staying in hostels. If you're looking for cool, weird experiences, it's a good place to but go. But you had you had a great experience at your hostel. I had a good one. Okay. Oh, I had great experiences. Yeah. I loved my hostel. I would go back. It was called Taylor's Hostel. Shout out in to Barcelona. Taylor's yeah. Hostel. In Absolutely, Barcelona. they deserve it. I hope it gets. I hope this gets there. I hope so. They're so sick. Um. So, hanging out downstairs. <laughs> in the communal communal kitchen and this guy just like rolls in with his stuff it's his first night and his only night he's just there for an evening and he uh comes in there with like a ramen cup like i'm hanging out in the kitchen and he just rolls up puts his puts something in the microwave yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh I can see the microwave from the angle that I'm standing at, and I look at the clock, and it says 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what? This guy's going to eat molten yeah, I was like, noodles. This is going <laughs> to like explode. <laughs> and uh, so it, it happened. It was He let it go for 10 minutes, and then he like immediately took it out. And started scarfing it so down. Bad. Just like... <laughs> just like taking it all in at once. And I can only imagine what happened to that man's throat. <laughs> it was tongue. You just burn your t- mouth out. F- everything, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know what, what, what this person's made of. And he like finished what he was doing. And, <laughs> and then he got prepared to leave. And he looked at us and just went... Bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, as if, <laughs> as if his whole throat was, had been like melted apart. The first, yeah, the first time you told me that story, you did like this head movement, like a lizard, like when a lizard is oh, like yeah. making quick movements in the sun. It was a trip. So he went like, bye, bye. Yeah, it gave us a quick look. I love that story. <laughs> um, interesting question. If you were to be, what's like a fictional character you relate to? Ooh, Finn from Adventure Time. I knew you were gonna say that, but ex- ex- tell me why a little bit. He's uh, he's the last human on the planet, and he is really. I and I'm not saying I'm like the last human on the planet. Actually, sometimes it feels like I I'm not from this place, and I'm and that's why I'm just so intrigued by everybody. I'm not saying I'm an alien, but it's just like. <laughs> If it's if I'm one or the other, it feels the other way around. So I'm not saying that's why, but what really I I uh, um, agree with or relate to about Finn is his like uh, he really sticks to his morals and his values. He's like a he's like fighting for good. Yeah, he has he has like good morals. Then. Yeah, good part. He well, he's just out there like yeah. He's like he's like really he's he's like. I don't even know how to say it because obviously no one's uh, what a cartoon is representing, but he's like pure intentioned. Yeah. And like f- just really there to like be for good. 
you're very spiritual and you've and you've brought a lot of that into your life into your music or like how so yeah explain to me like how the spirituality came into your life and how you kind of use that in your stream personally uh on my journey i have like come to be happy with less and less labels so like i, I wouldn't really say i subscribe to any certain religion or spiritual path though i have spent more time looking into some than others but at this point i'm like subscribing to trying to like be in my body live my life like be here be here now obviously is coming from ramdas and then i was introduced to the idea that like a lot of traditions are you know lead uh, spiritual traditions lead to the desired outcome of sort of ascending this life or or something like that ascending the human experience and how you know i think what we really need now is to embody the human experience because there's a lot of work that needs to be done here and so i'm trying to like be here be with my body be with my family and my friends and like that's kind of like my religion right now (laughs) i guess probably most importantly and this also would include any introduction to spirituality my mom and dad raised me this way like they uh raised me in a way that was no specific way they raised me in a way that allowed me to discover what was right for me and they continued to share what they loved and so that included music from all over the world um and and traditions from all over the world um my mom was raised i believe catholic and she's definitely not catholic anymore you know but she like uh holds on to certain aspects of that absolutely and and has also taken up aspects of many other traditions and so she she and i i think are on a very similar path um and where the all the like the hippiness you know like i said my parents are just hippies i was kind of raised in a very hippie environment and we love that yeah i love that we love the hippies <laughs> i love it I, i'm so grateful for the environment i was raised in and you know what i learned on, along my journey being your friend is that hippies have good food hippies got good food and, and they aren't and all super dirty or anything you know vegetables sometimes <laughs> are good just gotta cook it right yeah you gotta cook it right yeah just gotta cook it right, right. are you like a big fanboy to like anything uh i don't I'm not a great fan. I, I say this and people are, are get confused by it, but I say I'm not a good fan of anything because, like, I'm not really, you know, like, I don't remember, like, lyrics after a long time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, there are, th- you know, and then someone has reflected back to me. They're like, yo, you're a great fan, though, when you're really into something because you've turned me on to certain things, like, that are happening now that yeah. I've never heard of. And, and so, you know, there's definitely someone who I, I think y'all should check out, Molly Lewis. She's a whistler. So Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember you showing me her. Fantastic. And all of the musicians that she plays with live are just absolutely amazing, talented people on their own right. And together they just always every single time I have seen them bring an incredible show. All right, Aaron, I want to get onto the on my couch questioning. What's your favorite animal? Oh, I hate this question. And I don't even like that word hate. Uh, but um, 
not I've never been able to answer this question. I think maybe uh I'm leaving Koala this time or too. something. Koala, okay. Favorite movie. I don't know. Uh favorite movie The Iron Giant. Favorite smell. Ooh. Favorite smell. Oh fuck. Um. Hmm. Favorite smell. What do you like smelling? That's a good question. What's one of your favorite things you get a smell when you wake up in the morning? I am now realizing how much I neglect my sense of smell. Thing maybe, I mean, my I like the smell of my pillow. What does your pillow smell like? Probably gross to anybody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's probably something only anyone who might would be interested in me likes, and like, and like what that I like. I don't know. It's like <laughs> it's comforting. All right, I like it. I really like the smell of jasmine. Jasmine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's something that my mom used to wear, mm. and it, I, when I found that, out, I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. But I've always loved. Jasmine. Favorite smell, pillow, and jasmine. Favorite sound. What's that, like a sound you love to hear? Um. Hmm. Like, what's your day sound? What's your morning sound? My morning sound? What's your morning sound? I just play podcasts like constantly, dude. What do you listen to in the evening when you're trying to cool down? Shark Tank. Were you listening? <laughs> What are you listening to at night when you're going to bed? <laughs> um, what are you? What else are you watching? I've been watching so much Shark Tank. Why? Shark Tank Australia. Why? I love it. What's the best product that's love called, that you saw on Shark Tank that you wish you had? Ooh, this ham bag. <laughs> it's a hammock. Uh, backpack oh. towel. It's sick. But why do you want that? It might inspire me to go. It might inspire me to go outdoors more, bro. Where do you go outdoors the most? I really like going to um, wooded areas. But lately, I've been going to Joshua Tree. Your favorite place to rest your bones? Oh, the floor of. Ian Gibbs's studio. Can you explain that one? It's just always been a great place to lay down while there's like a lot of loud music going on. Sometimes you get real tired letting your bones rest. And what kind of carpet? It's a zebra carpet. It's called the Zebra Room. What's your favorite chair? My favorite chair? Where do you sit down the most? Oh, that's definitely not my favorite chair. What chair is that? Uh, I sit down the most in this folding chair that I'm sitting in right now. This is the chair I spend the most time in. It's an okay chair, but what's your favorite chair? I have two chairs that I miss in here. Yeah, I know. I know. That's one of my favorite chairs. The chair that I used to have. My old office chair. (laughs) But four years ago, you told me your favorite chair was the folding chair in high... Or no, sorry. You said folding chair, but you also said high school chairs. High school chairs. I was going to say that, actually. 
Yeah. Because, because you can crack your back on it. Because you can crack so your easily. back on it. Exactly. <laughs> Play that clip. <laughs> you know, the first thing that came to my mind would be this dope, like, foldy chair that my I got from my grandparents' house. But it's not. Because the second thing that came to my mind came stronger. And that is the chairs in high school. Because they were just perfect oh, for cracking yeah. your back, and that was for sleeping too, and sleeping. Because now in college, they're like cut those desks in half, and it sucks. Yeah, you can't really. I, I got to turn the desk in front of me around. So all right, we're back. All right, <laughs> I said, I asked you what your favorite sound was, um, and least favorite sound. Um, uh, well, I mean, what I say this time, I don't, I don't even remember what I. But said. like, what sound? Yeah, what sound do you like to hear? I think we might have covered this, but. What sound do you like to hear? I wonder if I said drums. Is that what I said? No. No. You said you that you love sound. I do love sound. I love sound. That's why it's so hard for me to choose this. I just like sound in general. Most favorite sound. I don't know. I love sound. Like it's hard for me to choose one because sound has just always been super interesting to me. What's your favorite word? Uh, probably I probably said love. Favorite word is probably dingus. It's a good one. Dingus, nice. And then I said, uh, "That's a good one." I asked you, "Where's your favorite food at?" Taco Bell. Honestly, that's way, way too difficult. But I don't know. I'd probably choose my house. <laughs> <laughs> I can make whatever. But you said your house. Said? Oh well, that's true. Because you, yeah, I said, where do you like to eat your food at? And you said, my house. Yeah, my house is my favorite food for sure. And I said, what's your favorite shirt? Do you have a favorite shirt right now that you love to wear? Oh, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, I keep on trying to guess those answers. Uh, my, my favorite shirt that I wear now, uh, probably the one that says Erase Hate on it. It's a good one. Uh, you were wearing the Dream, tea, the Dream, Dream Tree shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that was my favorite? That was your favorite nice. shirt. That's awesome. Aaron, I want to conclude <laughs> on this last segment. I call the couch countdown. And I want to know these five foods you will always eat mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. Five foods I would I will always eat. White rice with soy sauce. Um pasta marinara. I'm sorry. Jesus forgive me um penne with pink sauce it's just a damn good dish um three but and it, i'll just also put pasta as number two okay you know what i mean but like uh number three let's get a dessert in there just oh, in the middle oh yeah okay in the middle flan flan okay tofu loaf something my mom makes okay so good. I know. It sounds kind of gross. I know. But anyone who's ever had it understands. Okay. Um. Last one. A soup that I make. It's basically just like it's carrot, onion, celery, which is like super, you know, simple for a base. And then I also like throw in some garlic, uh, little shallots. I take out like maybe half of the solids after I've like cooked that down for a while and then I blend that 
and then I reintroduce that. And so now it's got some more body, but it still has veg vegetable chunks in it. And you want to take it to the next level. You cook some orzo, which is like tiny little rice. I'm sorry, pasta. That's like almost like rice, but it's a little bit larger. And you uh, cook that and put it in there. And then you have like this delicious rice soup. It's amazing. Yeah, you have good vegetable soups. I do. I've had a couple. Four instruments you love. The guitar, the piano, the drums, and the bass. One more instrument that you love. Well, actually, no. I got to keep it at four. I'm sorry. Okay. I can't ask that. Wow. The voice. Three people you'd like to meet. Dead or alive. Oh. I'd like to meet Ram Dass. That would be awesome. Why is that? Just because I think we'd have fun. What would you ask him? Oh, wait, do I have like a, only a short amount of time with him? You can ask him this one question real quick. What? It's my game. Okay. Um, we don't have that much time. Okay, then I would ask him, yeah, what's like the most important thing that he's come to understand after all of his life trying to figure shit out? Beautiful. And I think I already know the answer to that, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, that's probably what I would ask him. Uh, Number two. Second person I would want to talk to alive or dead Jay Dilla I just would like to hear what what like I would like you know I've heard from uh, I, I think it's in our vinyl ways a ton maybe it might be in some other documentary but people talking about Jay Dilla um, and how he kind of gave everyone like a different little secret but ne not everyone he didn't give anyone the whole recipe so <laughs> and so he just like handed out little tricks to his friends and who knows how true that is or not but like I would just be like yo what do you, what will you give me give like me give one me little one secret. little secret Please. who's one other person you would like to meet I keep on just wanting to go you know like I'm going through like a lot of different people and it's really hard to choose I keep on wanting to say Madlib you know cause like he's another just massive inspiration to me but these are all, you know, that's musical inspiration. And what would you talk to him about? I feel like I would ask him the same thing. Just, like, share with me, like, something you've learned in all your time doing this. But maybe that's, like, a waste of an opportunity like that. I don't really know. To be honest, I care less about that than just, like, I would yeah, probably yeah. learn just, like, by soaking up time with him. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two places you want to visit. Two places I want to visit. Uh, I really want to go to Ireland. I also always want to go to Japan. One thing you want to say to everybody who's listening to this. I love you. I want to thank you for, for doing the show with me and, and helping me get my first episode in. One of, I don't know how many, but Aaron, man, thank you so much for doing this with me. Uh, if there's anything you want to shout out or where can people find you at? Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be on this show again. On my couch. I love it. I love being on your couch. And we I brought the cushion. And I'm sitting on the cushion so right now. So it's kind of on my couch, yeah. So I just want to say thank you as well. It's truly an honor. Um, for anyone who's interested, you can find my stream uh, where I do live improvised music at twitch.tv slash Aaron Goldberg. A-A-R-O-N-G-O-L-D-B-E-R-G. -E and 
if you're interested in further support, further if you're interested in further supporting me or if you're interested in further supporting me and getting MP3 downloads of the entire streams all raw, unedited, full length. So funny. It's it's funny. So good. It's like, you know, you get the music that you you remember and the weird little discussions that come out of nowhere that exactly. are really funny and confusing and sometimes. The dances. The <laughs> so dances. Um you find that patreon.com slash Aaron Goldberg. Just thank you so much for your support. Everything from like I said, Patreon to literally just listening on Twitch goes so far for me the best part about going on your twitch is if you're a new person on your on his twitch and you just say hi he's gonna write a song i will most likely sing a song for you live so if you want to see that just and sometimes those are the best songs aaron truthfully (laughs) thank you well because they're they're coming from love i and they're so memorable because then i go i'm never forgetting that username right exactly (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) thank you this episode and i want to thank aaron goldberg for being part of our show in our very first episode again um well now it's time to throw it over to the soups hot takes soups hot kitchen we haven't figured out the name for it yet but uh hey soup what's going on hey avery how was that episode on my couch it was pretty good i like talking to aaron and i like talking to aaron about food and we're gonna it made me think about some places that i should take aaron goldberg for lunch after this episode yeah man yeah, so you know what? You're a you're a big veggie guy. Where's a where's a your favorite uh, Thai veggie restaurant? I know you're a big Thai fan. Yeah, I mean Thai is is the perfect vegetarian dish. I mean, so much of it is vegetarian without even trying. You just get tofu or vegetable instead of whatever meat option you were thinking about getting that pad Thai, and you can have a good time having a vegetable food. So, you know, I got I got two spots. I got my vegan in Pasadena. It's a little bit of a stretch, but if you really get over there, you can get some of the best Thai food. <laughs> they got it. They got it going on. I honestly get a salad from there when I go. They have this really good salad. It's super spicy. Wait, what kind of salad? Dude, I don't even know. They have it's like it's like a spicy salad, and I don't I don't know how those two things work usually. But you get that spicy salad over there, you're gonna be like, whoa, I like salad at a Thai restaurant. That sounds totally incorrect. If you want to actually eat some Thai food, you should go to, <laughs> you should go to Hope Thai Food in Studio City because they got, oh my God, they have some of the best Tom Ka, which is a soup, uh, a Thai soup, which is also my favorite soup. And that's the place to get it for sure. Okay, but what about some veggie pizza? Because I, I want to I bring Aaron some pizza at some point too. What's a good veggie, veggie pizza place? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight to vegan pizza because if you're gonna get, if you're gonna get some pizza and you're gonna experiment with some, some wacky pizzas, because like most pizzas vegetarian by default, you just gotta, you know, not add a topping or two. But if you want a vegan pizza, go to Pure Vita in West Hollywood. This place has some of the best pizza I've ever had in my entire life, and I don't, I, I, I used to eat a lot of cheese, and I, eat, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't eat any more cheese, but what, all right. So what? All right, I, I want to go shopping now. I want to get Aaron some some good <laughs> vegan and veggie goodies. Where should I go? Dude, you gotta go to Follow Your Heart. You gotta go there. That's in Canoga Park. They got everything, dude. They have they have some of the best little snacks. They got they got Uncle Eddie's cookies, which Aaron put me onto. 
And those are some just some good cookies you can get at the market there. They also carry all the Little Secrets chocolate products and they have these like knockoff M&Ms that are made with dark chocolate and they're severely better than a regular M&M. And they got a restaurant in there. What's what's your go-to uh, menu order on the restaurant in there? Dude, it's a soup of the day, and I'm not even kidding. Whatever soups they got going on that day, I will be sure to get one of those, and it, it's always incredible. Whoever they got back there making those soups puts a little bit of himself in every bowl. Now I want to take I want to take Aaron for maybe some ice cream. Where's a good vegan ice cream where I can get some? Dude, the best vegan ice cream I've ever had in my entire life is at Crossroads in Beverly Hills. It's like a super high-end, expensive vegan restaurant. Like I would just go there in general, but then you get their ice cream and you're like, I'm gonna get some vanilla ice cream just to see what's up. I don't really expect much from vegan ice creams. I think it's kind of a whack concept because it's based upon something that is inherently dairy. But you know, go figure. I tried it out. It's the best ice cream I've ever had including dairy vanilla ice cream it's it's like smoky it's like it's like burnt slightly it's like really good all right soup you know me i'm not the biggest veggie guy but if you were to take me to try some veggie or vegan food that would blow my mind what would you recommend i mean i wouldn't even take you to one place in particular i would just take you to the yearly vegan street fair in North Hollywood because that place has like, first of all, it spans like five blocks. They got over a hundred vendors of just like the most wild food you've ever eaten, but like veganified. Think of the most like calorie laden uh, carnival food you've ever had, like like a hot dog deep fried and covered in Oreo. They have that, but the vegan version. So if you just wanna like feel like you're contributing and eating some vegan food and, and, and doing your part or whatever, but you also want to eat some absolute garbage. Vegan Street Fair has all of that garbage food, but veganified. And it's honestly, it's pretty good. I, I'm not, like some of the best French fries I've ever had. All right, Soup, thanks for coming on and giving us your, your what is it, where are we gonna call it now? Soup's Hot Kitchen, Soup's Hot Take? Something like that. We'll let the people decide. We'll let the yeah. people decide. But Comment. Soup, anything else you gotta say before before I let you go? Man, I just want to say I love Aaron Goldberg. Ooh, yeah. What a great, what a great interview. We do love Aaron Goldberg, and thank you. Guy. Yeah, I had a, I had a blast talking to him. And uh, if you want to find Aaron, you got to find him on Twitch.tv/Aaron Goldberg. You can find him on Instagram at Aaron Goldberg, and you can support him on his Patreon page. That's all we have for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on on my couch on Instagram. We'll see you next time with our next guest on my couch.